Hi, it's Martin Pluis here, and I'm sitting in the um, physiotherapy offices of um, Paul Taylor of Taylor Made Physiotherapy, and this is on the corner of Pennant Hills Road and Fisher Road above the Astley Chemist shop just there. And um, you might hear a few semi trailers going by, but this is the quietest place we could get in Pennant Hills shopping area. And um, we're here to talk to Paul about some of the work he's been doing in the local community about the business shopping area in. Um, Pennant Hills. Paul, thanks for your time. Thank you, Martin. Thank you for inviting me along. That's great. Um, tell me a bit about yourself, your background in the business world anyway. I have been a physiotherapist for about 20 years and 13 years ago I thought I would venture into the world of private practice and I've been in Pennant Hills for the last 13 years and uh, we employ two to three physios here and other reception staff and have done so for the last 13 years and it's been a great place to be in the last 13 years. Yeah. So, so tell me, I've been here myself as a, a resident, even coming here a couple of times. My family's coming more than me at the moment, which is a good sign. Um, but tell me a little bit about how um, the shopping area has changed in here. What's been your experience? Pennant Hills Shopping Centre has changed recently. It used to be a very vibrant place where shop owners used to have to fight for the lease. In the last number of years, we've seen a change in business confidence, and certainly in the last 12 months, we've seen that come to bear on the businesses within Pennant Hills itself. I presented at council last Wednesday, and I presented to council a year ago, talking about business confidence in Pennant Hills. And in that time period of the last year, I think we've seen about 14 businesses close in Pennant Hills and no one retake that office space. And even since that last week, we've seen two to three businesses close since I presented at council last week. And so the indication, I think, from businesses in Pennant Hills is that that decline will continue into the future unless something changes within Pennant Hills itself. So you've been in the same lease space for 13 years. How many times have you had to renegotiate your lease here? I've been quite lucky. My landlord is quite a reasonable person um, and he believes in businesses. If I succeed, he'll succeed as well. So I've been quite lucky with my landlord and he's looked after me quite well. I've renegotiated my lease um, every five years since I've been here. So three years initially and five and then five again. So, um, and haven't had any problems doing that. That's not the norm for Pennant Hills. Uh, and we're seeing those leases change. And it was interesting speaking to a landlord when the councillors came around last Tuesday. Actually, well, tell me a bit about that. I heard there were some councillors here. We haven't had councillors in Pennant Hills for a while now. So how did you get that coup? Uh, to the councillors' credit, they, particularly the B Ward councillors, responded um, to the presentation on the, at the council meeting, and I'd encourage everyone to have a listen to the presentation. It was I was the last speaker of the council of the night, so you won't have to, it won't be hard to find the presentation. Um, and after the meeting, councillors approached me and expressed an interest to visit and talk to me further regarding business in Pennant Hills. Uh, after that talk and so we arranged to, to meet here on Tuesday some of the other councillors the timing was out and so they came and visited Pennant Hills um, by themselves but Joe and Janelle 
um, met with me and we did a sort of a walk around and we talked to a few business owners and a, and a landlord within Pennant Hills itself. And I believe another councillor was in the area as well having a look around after the council meeting. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, I believe, I think I heard that Nathan Tilbury was wandering around talking to um, shop owners as well. So I think you really got people coming to have a look. And if social media is any indication, those um, councillors, I think, got a bit of a shock at the the volume of places that have been shut down. Mm. I wandered around here a couple of nights ago and took some photos, and I think I had 16 photos, 15 of which were different sh empty shops. One I took the front and the back of a shop, in fairness, so it was 15 photos of shops that were closed in the area. And as you said, three shops have closed down in the last week since you had the council meeting address. Yeah, that's correct. And if we have a look at um, Janelle's Facebook page, it certainly highlights those sort of challenges. And I think she did a similar thing where she took photos in that particular area. I think the lack of business confidence has really affected that. And I think the lack of business confidence comes from two different directions. One is the number of shoppers in Pennant Hills. And the second one is the over over is the is potential for redevelopment in the in some time in the future but none of us know when that is well look thanks for that we'll just take a bit of a break here now just in time for the motorbike going by outside <laughs> i heard that and um, we'll come back to you thanks paul what i'd like to do now is try and unpack what you mentioned a moment ago about business confidence tell me what you mean by that well i suppose we can look at it from two fronts as i mentioned before one is the lack of customers and the number of customers coming through your door and the uncertainty on whether those customers will continue coming through your door. And the second is a potential redevelopment of Penina Hills at some stage in the future, but we're not entirely sure when. If we go to the first point and we talk about the number of customers through the door, I think recently Penina Hills has been affected by a number of different factors. And people have rightly brought up the metro and people know commuters no longer coming to Penina Hills and they're going to other areas. Uh, we've also seen the closure of some of the big businesses in Pennant Hills, which meant that workers come across to Pennant Hills and do buy their lunchtime meals or do a bit of shopping, etc., etc. And that is the uh, masters and the shrinking of MDN. And then I think during the redevelopment of Beecroft, we saw more people come to Pennant Hills to their shopping because Beecroft Shopping Centre was no longer available and all the facilities are in Pennant Hills, so we had an influx then, but since Beecroft has been redeveloped, we've lost that number of customers. And then add on top of that, just a hard retail time as well. And I think shop owners have seen a, a reduction, a significant reduction in the number of people coming through their doors, which must make the shopkeepers wary of, of what their future holds. None of these things are set to change, so, unless the state government gets on board and suddenly produces a train that goes directly from Pennant Hills into the city in peak hour times, then it's the ability to track peak hour commuters is reduced. Uh, unless there's some incentive for business to be relocated, major business to be relocated in Pennant Hills, then we'll probably see big business favourite areas such as Norwest or Hornsby as that gets developed instead of Pennant Hills, and so we won't attract that sort of area as well. Uh, and I don't know if anyone's forecasting a sudden turnaround in retail. So something else has to happen for people to come back to Pennant Hills. And Pennant Hills is a really lovely centre. It has all the facilities. It has 
doctors and hairdressers and nail artists and fruit and veg and there's a supermarket and great physios and <laughs> all the facilities you want. So everything is here in Pennant Hills that's required. We just have to attract people back to Pennant Hills for a reason. Uh, Paul, I hadn't thought about half those things about business confidence. That was really interesting. You also mentioned there was a second point there about um, redevelopment in Pennant Hills. What are your thoughts on that side of the equation? Yeah, so we've heard of redevelopment in Pennant Hills for years, and I suppose as the years go by, the expectation is that's going to become closer and closer. And as Pennant Hills, and as that time point comes closer, you start asking yourself, how do I invest in Pennant Hills? Because I had an interesting chat with a landowner, landlord, Simon, recently, along with Janelle and Joe, and he was saying, how do I create a lease for potential businesses? Because if I create a long-term lease and the place gets redeveloped in five years, then it makes it really hard for me to sell that place to a developer because I've, they're not interested in paying out someone for five-year lease. Um, and so suddenly, if I've got someone in for a 10-year lease, I'm hoping that they fail, which is not a good way for a landlord to think because you want people to succeed in that life. Um, if you have a series of short-term leases, you're not going to attract a, 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 a good legitimate business in that area that wants to uh, spend $200,000 on a lovely fit out and make the place look beautiful and, and lovely. So all you're left with is short-term leases that don't invest in the property, don't beautify the place and you end up with the summification of Pennant Hills where no one degrades over a period of time. That's interesting because I hadn't even really thought about the angle that of the of the of the the landlord just in a sense it's their business and try to do the right thing by the people that, that are leasing their property. So it's not only you that are dealing with um, uncertainty, it's the landlords and not every landlord necessarily wants to sell to a developer. No. And so that's where it becomes tricky. So there's so many sides to this story. Yeah. And as a business owner, you, you question, if I had a time frame for redevelopment, it gives me an ability to plan for it. So if, uh, if my building was to be demolished in two years, then I know I could really work hard on that business over the two year time period take as much money for my business as I possibly can knowing that I'm going to be out of work in two years time and chances are I wouldn't spend any money on the business I'd, I'd make it nice but I wouldn't invest $200,000 in making it nice if I knew I was going to be here for 10 years then that investment of $200,000 is only $20,000 a year and I'll have a lovely property and etc and I get the money back from that investment it also means that I can invest in my staff, I can pay for their university course and see them develop, knowing that I will get some return on that investment, return on that learning, so that over that 10 year time period, they will benefit from it, I'll benefit from it, and Pennant Hills will be much more of a beautiful space as well. Um, might just pause that bit just there for the time being, and the next thing I think mm. we would like to talk about is what do you think the future could be like for Pennant Hills? Thanks, Paul. I've learned so much just there. My brain's rattling around and there's not much in there. Um, 
the future. Tell me what you think the future is going to be like. I think it's interesting, and I live in Pennant Hills and I work in Pennant Hills, and my kids go to the local school, so I want Pennant Hills to be a beautiful, vibrant place. And I think if people really want to keep Pennant Hills as it is, they need to be shopping local. There needs to be some driving force for businesses to continue to exist in Pennant Hills. And the only way that's going to occur is for people to shop locally in Pennant Hills. I think if Pennant Hills continues as it is without any customer space, I think we'll see Pennant Hills continue to degrade unless businesses exist in Pennant Hills. So if you're an individual wanting to keep Pennant Hills as it is, please shop locally. I think from a council point of view, we need a timeline for redevelopment so businesses can plan around that. Businesses failing have a massive effect on the business owners themselves and the rate of depression in business owners is much higher than general population. So any ability for business owners to plan around their business closing is really important. And from the state government point of view, I think they'll have to be involved in this somehow. I think the transport has been a big issue for businesses closing in Pennant Hills, particularly when we look at the metro, and the lack of a direct service during peak hour from Pennant Hills to the city means that commuters don't really want to come to Pennant Hills. So if that's a good way of bringing business back to Pennant Hills, we need, we'll need that direct service, which obviously is a state government issue and not a council issue. Um, so I think there's three things to do, shop locally, Council give us a timeline, state government to get involved in regards to transport. Well, Paul, that's probably the best way to finish this off. It was nice and clear summary. I hope you don't mind, but I think I might podcast this and share it on the Pennant Hills District Trust site and um, might even try and get it across in some other venues as well. So thank you for your time. By all means, thank you, Mark. No worries.